0: I think these difficult times have helped me understand better than before how infinitely rich and beautiful life is in every way and that so many things that one goes around worrying about are of no importance whatsoever. From Karen Blixen, pen name Isaac Dennison, author of Out of Africa, Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for the full strawberry moon, June 5th to 12th, 2009. Uh, Here are some natural events. This year, we saw a record a uh, long winter and second one in a row with cold and snow uh, to set new records and then this spring we saw an unusually heavy bloom on apples and that rich yellow pollen from the white pines was thick on every surface. Now we're seeing a, a very heavy bloom on the lupin, and the blue-eyed grass is beginning to open in the fields, showing more than the usual number of tiny pale blue blossoms on each plant, and so are the oxide daisies, and they look to be coming into a heavy bloom, too. In the garden, our perennials, including iris, peonies, rugosa roses, and echinacea are lush, thick, and loaded with buds. Now, all this points to a very unusual and glorious season of floral profusion ahead. I know, it's easy to forget over a long, hard winter just how lush spring can actually be. And yes, our memory does tend to fade over the years. But if you're skeptical about the the size of this floral explosion, here are some hard facts. A favorite apple tree at the church, which has never had more than a handful of blossoms in any of the past ten years, this year was bedecked in hundreds of fragrant flowers. Our giant California poppy that averages maybe five flowers most years, this year has close to 20 buds. The giant and actually quite garish purple iris that averages maybe half a dozen flowers most years, this year has close to 50 buds. It goes on and on. So what is happening here? Well, perhaps it's because we had an extra warm, wet summer last year. Or perhaps this abundance is because the heavy snows of the last two winters kept the ground from freezing and minimized winter damage. Or perhaps it's something much more. And now it's time for some wild speculation. Perhaps what is happening here is a law of nature that hardships can bring out new and previously unimagined beauty. A forest fire can destroy a forest only to have it come back again richer and greener than before. The suffering in the lives of a Jesus or a Gandhi or a Helen Keller or so many others produced incredibly beautiful souls. The period sometimes called the Dark Ages in Europe led in turn to an unprecedented flowering of culture and religion. The Black Plague, which Horribly decimated the population of Europe is widely seen today as the precursor of the glories of the Renaissance. In Closer to Home, the struggles of two world wars and a Great Depression brought our country from being just another nation among many to being the most culturally innovative and powerful nation the world has yet seen. So the questions for us today are these. Will the winter of our nation's present hardships lead in the fullness of time to a new season of the flowering of our ideals and democratic values? Well, that will be up to us. And will our own hardships produce new beauty? In the presence of patience and hope, they can absolutely, if we will keep faith with the flowers. We welcome your comments. Write to Almanac at gmail.com. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from Anne Dudley Bradstreet. If we had no winter, the spring would not be so pleasant. If we did not sometimes taste adversity, prosperity would not be so welcome. And from John Updike, we do survive every moment, after all, except the last one. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. I'm no expert. Go out and see for yourself. Rob McCall is a naturalist, journalist, fiddler, and for the past 20 years, pastor of the First Congregational Church of Blue Hill.